1: Welcome to The Sound Kitchen, where you never know what you'll be served. I'm Susan Owensby. It's Saturday, the 11th of March, the 70th day of the year in the Gregorian calendar. We still have 295 days left to do something joyful in 2023. Before we get started, I want to remind you about the Sound Kitchen listener essay contests. You know, I'm always asking you to get into this kitchen and help me cook. I definitely don't believe in the maxim, too many cooks spoil the broth. I say, the more the cooks, the better the broth. So don't just send in your answer to the quiz. Go a little further and share who and how you are with your fellow listeners. An essay contest I am especially fond of is inspired by Edward Murrow, the great American radio journalist. Every evening on his radio show in the 1950s a listener would read an essay about the principles that guided his life This is how Morrow introduced the series
2: This I believe by that name we bring you a new series of radio broadcasts Presenting the personal philosophies of thoughtful men and women in all walks of life in this brief time each night a banker or a butcher, a painter or a social worker, people of all kinds who need have nothing more in common than integrity a real honesty, will talk out loud about the rules they live by, the things they have found to be the basic values in their lives.
1: I also want to hear your stories about your ordinary heroes, the people in your community who are doing extraordinary things and working to make the world a better place. It's about the teacher who inspires, the dedicated nurse, the neighbor who's always there. As listener Pramod Maheshwari said, just as small drops of water can fill a pitcher, small acts of kindness can change the world. Of course, I always want to hear about your radio club's activities. Send in your mini-book reviews and your musical requests. I like this one. Tell us about your secret guilty pleasure. Mine's chocolate. Or your tricks for remembering things. How about a weird dream? And always welcome our descriptions of the local festivals you participate in and your favorite quotations and proverbs. And what the heck! Just send in your general, all-around thoughts. Here's Laura Angela with the address.
3: You can write to Susan at the Sound Kitchen at rfi.fr. That's the Sound Kitchen, all one word, no spaces, at rfi.fr.
0: Good afternoon. This is Samuel Francis. I'm calling from... The sunny island of Jamaica in the Caribbean. You're listening to the Sound Kitchen with Susan Owensby.
1: Yay! I have both my radio brothers with me today. Erwan Rome is behind the glass window in front of us at the control board. Hey, Erwan. And the sweet Fitz, otherwise known as Michael Fitzpatrick, is back after two weeks of wandering around Europe. All rested and raring to go with your delicious sound kitchen ingredients. Your answers to the bonus question on the listener's corner.
2: Rested and raring to go. Steady on there. I'm upright, so let's be thankful.
1: <laughs> There's music from Erwan, too, but...
3: Are you ready? I do hope so.
1: And I hope so, too, because it's... Time for the quiz. On the 11th of February, I asked you a question about an article written by our very own Sweet fits. Paris Summit, in Effort to Lift Lebanon Out of Political Paralysis. That week here in Paris, representatives from several countries met to discuss how to help Lebanon get back on its feet. The country has been without a president since October. You were to reread Michael's article and send in the answer to this question. Representatives of which countries were in Paris to discuss solutions for how to help Lebanon out of its current political crisis. Michael, what's the answer?
2: To quote myself, and I probably stole it from the French press agency AFP, the Paris gathering is to be attended by representatives from France, the United States, Saudi Arabia, Qatar, and Egypt. It is not clear if any Lebanese representatives have been invited.
1: Michael, were any Lebanese invited?
2: No, uh, indeed, and, and for very complicated uh, political reasons, as you pointed out, they haven't had a president uh, since last year. And so the question for the people organizing this Paris conference was, who would represent the sadly and tragically divided Lebanese people? In addition to that quiz question, there was, of course, the bonus question suggested by listener Litton Rahman from Naogan in Bangladesh. And his question was, how did you feel when you received your first payslip? You'll hear the answer later in the listener's corner. So stay with us.
1: The winners of this week's quiz are. RFI Listeners Club member Vladimir Gudzenko from Moskovskaya Oblast in Russia. Vladimir is also the winner of this week's bonus question. How did you feel when you received your first paycheck? Here's what Vladimir wrote. It happened at the end of 1969 when I got a job at a construction site in Poltava, Ukraine. To be precise, this was not my first salary since I worked a little on the collective farm as a child, but that money was given to my mother. So when I got my first payslip... I saw that I had less money than it should have been. I contacted my superiors who confirmed that there was an error. I was promised that next month I would receive more, including the money that was underpaid to me. Indeed, the following month, I was paid quite a lot of money, and I was finally able to realize my very old dream of purchasing a radio set Together with a friend with whom we listened together to foreign radio stations on his transistor, we went to the store the next Saturday. He helped me choose the best Soviet Gamma-B receiver in terms of price and parameters. On the same day, I took the purchased radio, which weighed 14 kilos, by bus to my village. On that cold December day, it was raining and snowing, and I had to walk seven kilometers from the bus stop. I happily reached my home and did not even catch a cold or get sick. But I could not plug in and check the radio since the electricity was turned on in my native village only at the beginning of the next year, 1970. Oh, la, 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 la. What agony to look at your radio and not be able to listen to it. That required a lot of what I call the P word, Patience. A virtue I do not possess. And, of course, the radio gods protected you from becoming sick. You with a radio held lovingly in your arms. Congratulations, Vladimir. Also on the list of lucky winners this week are Ferhart Bazazel, the president of the RFI Butterflies Club in Kachera in Wesquicta, Algeria. RFI Listeners Club member Jean-Maurice Devaux from Montreal, Canada. Salut, Jean-Maurice! Comme je t'ai contente de voir votre carte postale! Welcome back! There's another RFI Listeners Club member on the list this week, Junaid from Odisha, India, and last but not least, RFI English listener Nasir Aziz from Sheikhapura, Pakistan. Congratulations to this week's winners, and thanks to each and every one of you who wrote in. Earlier this week, we published an article about the Pan-African Film and Television Festival of Ouagadougou. Tunisian thriller Ashkal snags top gong at Africa's FESPACO Film Fest. Known by its French acronym FESPACO, which was founded in 1969, it's the African continent's most prestigious film festival, and it's held every two years in Burkina Faso's capital, Ouagadougou. Only films by African filmmakers that are chiefly produced in Africa are on the roster at FESPACO. There were 170 films in this year's competition. The theme was Cinemas of Africa and Culture of Peace. Our article, Tunisian thriller Ashkal snags top gong at Africa's Fespaco Film Fest, is about this year's winner, Tunisian director Youssef Cheby, for his murder mystery, Ashkal. I want you to reread our article and answer me this Who won the Silver Stallion, the festival's second prize, and who won the third prize? Again, Reread our article, Tunisian Thriller Ashkal Snags Top Gong at Africa's Festpaco Film Fest, and send in the answer to these two questions. Who won the second prize and who won the third prize at this year's Paco Film Festival? You'll find our article on the Sound Kitchen page on our website, rfienglish.com, as well as on the Sound Kitchen and Club's Facebook pages. Michael. What's this week's bonus question?
2: This one was suggested by Mahesh Jain, who is President of the Orify Club in Delhi. He's also a teacher, and you can tell he's an educator from his question, which is what is for you the best part of your country's constitution? This week's bonus question is about the national constitution and it will require a bit of worthwhile work since you'll have to actually read the fundamental law of your country once again. So do your research and answer Mahesh's question. What is, for you, the best part of your country's constitution? And remember, we're always happy to hear your ideas for future bonus questions, so do send them right in.
1: Mine, for the U.S., is the president, vice president, and all civil officers of the United States shall be removed from office on impeachment for and conviction of treason, bribery, or other high crimes and misdemeanors. That is, no one is above the law. Well in the Constitution anyway. We all know what has not happened to recent USA high office holders who have committed high crimes and misdemeanors, but it is written.
2: The Irish Constitution is slowly being dragged out of the Middle Ages. Uh, We are making progress, but you have to remember that the Republic of Ireland has been independent only since 1921. So give us time.
1: You have until the 3rd of April to get your answers in. Be sure to tune in on the 15th of April to hear if your answer wins a prize. As always, be sure you include your postal address with your postal code. And don't forget to let me know if you are a miss, a Ms, a mrs, or a mister. I don't want to get it wrong.
2: quiz answers to english.service at rfi.fr that's english.service at rfi.fr you can also text your answer to the sound kitchen mobile phone dial plus 336 31 12 that's plus 336 31 12 Always include your postal mailing address, and if you have one, your RFI Club membership number.
3: It's EPOP time. The EPOP video competition is ready for your videos. The EPOP video competition is sponsored by the RFI department, Planet Radio, the department whose mission is to give a voice to the voiceless. EPOP focuses on the environment and how climate change has affected ordinary people. You are to create a 3 minute video about climate change, the environment, pollution, told by the people it affects. So put on your thinking caps and start filming. You do not need fancy video equipment to enter the competition, your phone is fine. And you do not need to be a member of the RFI clubs to enter, everyone is welcome. And by the way, the prizes are incredibly generous. Go to the epop page epop.network.en, en to read about past competitions, watch past videos and read the regulations for your entry. You can also write to us at the Sound kitchen at rfi.fr and we'll forward your email to Planet Radio. Again, the epop information page is at epop.network/en. That's epop.network/en. The competition closes on the 20th of April, so get to work. We expect to be bombarded with entries from the English speakers. And now, more
1: from and about you. It's time for the Listener's Corner. Take it away, Michael.
2: Today, you'll hear the answers to the bonus question, What did you feel when you received your very first paycheck? Radhakrishna Pillai wrote, I was thrilled. I felt accomplished. It is impossible to describe my feelings. There are two interesting memories, or perhaps non-memories. Uh, Nazir Aziz wrote, My feelings were uncertain as I knew that I was working part-time to pay my 12th grade exam fee. And Muhammad Nasir wrote, Sadly, I can't remember how I felt, and it wasn't
1: long ago. It was in March 2011. I am secretly thrilled that you two young men already can't remember things. I thought that was only for us old, you know, the Susans and the Fitzes of the world. Sorry, what was the question?
2: No, I'm joking. Mizanur Rahman wrote that with his first salary, he was able to pay his rent, his food expenses, and buy some things for the house. That must have been some salary. It was, as he put it, a matter of great joy which cannot be expressed in writing. It is a truly memorable event in my life. Sadezur Rahman noted that not only did he cry when he received the letter confirming his first job, but he also cried when he got his first cheque because that was when he fully realized he had caught what he called a golden deer, a job. He treated his family to sweets with his earnings. Malik ala Bashaya Kokar brought his family to a restaurant with his first paycheck and Rabbi Sankar Basu, whose first wages came from his job as a teacher, bought sweets for his students and a woolen shawl for his mother. Kondakar Rafikul Islam, who is also a teacher, also spent his first paycheck on his mother as well as on other members of his family. He presented them all with nice fabrics to make new clothes.
1: Kashif Khalil, however, forgot completely about his family. He spent his whole check treating his friends and colleagues, but the pay was so low, he said there was nothing left to give to his parents. We sure appreciate your honesty, Kashif. I can just see you so carried away at having money you earned that it just rather flew away. Money does have a funny way of doing that, doesn't it?
2: Remember, everyone, this week's bonus question is, what is for you? the best part of your country's constitution and it was suggested by Mahesh Jain. If you have a bonus question idea please send it to us at the sound kitchen all one word no spaces at rfi.fr
1: That's it for today's listeners corner. Thanks everyone for participating and a special thanks to Sweet Fitz for hanging out in the kitchen with us.
2: As always you're extremely welcome.
3: Nasser Balahi, bonjour from Iraq.
1: Okay, my friends, it's time to clear the table and wash the dishes. Thanks for joining us in the sound kitchen, and keep those cards, letters, emails, and text messages coming. Many, many thanks to our sound engineer, Erwan Rome, for his input and his expertise in putting the show together. And thanks to you for listening. I'll be off next week, but never fear. Erwan and Susan are here. We've cooked up a delicious show to tide you over your musical requests, so be sure and tune in. As always, the Sound Kitchen podcast is ready for you every Saturday on the RFI English website, rfienglish.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Susan Owensby. Be well. Do good work. Be kind. And stay in touch. And stay safe, my friends. I'll play you out with music from Erwan, our sound engineer, who's also a musician. This week, Erwan is paying tribute to a jazz giant, Wayne Shorter. Shorter died just last week. Jazz aficionados across the globe are in mourning, as is our Erwan. Wayne Shorter was an American jazz saxophonist and composer who became well known in the late 1950s not only for his saxophone playing, but also for his compositions. He was a member of Miles Davis's second great quintet in the 1960s and in the 1970s co-founded the jazz fusion band Weather Report, which is considered to be the defining band of the jazz fusion genre. Shorter recorded more than 20 albums as a band leader. Many of his compositions have become jazz standards, and his music has earned worldwide recognition as well as critical praise. Listen to this. Shorter won 12 Grammy Awards, won the Critics Poll in Downbeat for 10 consecutive years, and the Readers for 18. The New York Times music critic Ben Ratliff described Shorter in 2008 as probably jazz's greatest living small group composer and a contender for greatest living improviser. In fact, the press, since he died on the 2nd of this month, has been asking, who do we now call the greatest living jazz composer? Erwan chose for us Wayne Shorter's 1965 composition, Yes or No?, He's playing with the All-Stars. Obviously, Shorter is on the tenor saxophone. McCoy Tyner is on the piano. Reggie Workman on the bass. And Elvin Jones on the drums. Classic Wayne Shorter. Sit down, close your eyes, and let these artists take you away. Rest in peace, Maestro Shorter. And thank you for all these years of oral pleasure. And thanks, as always, to Elon. Talk to you all week after next. <laughs>